Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my terif- what, what do we say? Terrifyingly wonderful um, so, co-host yeah, Mozzie. Yeah. <laughs> How you wonderful. doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. How are you? I am swell. We've been getting a lot, a lot of football news coming up. Um, we're almost into August. Means you're gonna have fantasy drafts soon. Uh, I hope you haven't drafted yet, because the opt-out deadline is August first, which I guess is uh, Saturday. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of opt-outs to cover. The most recent one that we've got being Damian Williams, and I'm sure tomorrow, once this is up, there's gonna be like a bunch more. But whatever. yeah, I think the next two days we're gonna see a lot, <clears throat> a lot of people opting out, which yeah. is definitely gonna affect things. So mm-hmm. hope you haven't drafted yet. <laughs> That would be not good. Yeah. So uh, before we get into all that, there's a couple of things we've had to go through. So the Washington football team, which we've mm. mostly been calling them that anyway. But yeah, we kind of already like been describing them as that. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> people who have been avoiding saying their other name. Um, so, yeah, they are now officially the Washington football team for now. Um <laughs> We think that maybe they saw the Seattle Kraken. Like, okay, cool name. Then they saw the logo. They're like, oh, guys, we don't want to do that. Yeah, let's, uh, let's back away for a second. Let's to hold take time with this. But uh, while we're on them, I want to kind of discuss some of the other Washington stuff that came up. As far as um, it came out that there were allegations from, like, 15 female employees of, like, sexual assault or place misconduct, um, all of the sort. And... The like night before, day before, a ton of stuff came out that made it sound like something like nutso was going to happen. Oh yeah, like Washington Post, um, like a bunch of like verified Twitter people with lots of following, blah blah blah. Like we're sharing like like don't know what for sure, can't say yeah, but like a lot of blah blah blah, like, big bombshell coming. And I just want to say like fuck all of you for doing that because you made you made this actual story seem a lot less like relevant like you that you like demean the story that actually came out and lessen the impact of what happened to these women so uh fuck you all for being really irresponsible with your platform and um, there's literally no reason to try to be like first with a big bombshell because then you just look like a dumbass and you diminish you know what's actually happening because then when it came out everyone's like oh i thought it was going to be worse and then like no one cared it was like it was in the news cycle for like half a day i'm like what the actual fuck so yep it was in and out real quick yeah it's a shame because it is a really terrible thing that needs to get addressed is that there were 15 women that were filing these claims like there's clearly something going on there and it just kind of got glossed over because of all of that yeah we all know it's a very defunct organization like (laughs) i'm i i feel like most people are probably going by the assumption that like like the team is going to be fucked in some regard like all those claims are true like that's what I'm going with because the team has shown no competency or moral compass of any sort before but yeah like I like individuals on Twitter like it one person still irresponsible but like the whole Washington fucking post doing that like that was terrible like yeah so I mean yeah because when you see it from the Washington post you're like oh shit there's something big happening. What's going on? Yeah, and then it got everyone like ready for something huge, and then it lessened the impact of what actually came out. So that really pissed me off. Like I felt like a lot of people were really irresponsible with their influence they have. So, and ultimately, it looks like nothing is going to happen, which is the biggest travesty of all of this. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> I know. Like, it come on, me off to no end. So. Yeah, it's, it sucks that people, like, misuse their platform. And then also it sucks that it happened to those 15, pro- and probably more women, so. Probably more, yeah. Yeah, but. It's anyway. like for everyone that does speak out, there's more than one that didn't. Yeah. For their own personal reasons. So, yeah, I really hope that's actually investigated and something comes to fruition with that, but. Uh, well, I'll say while we're on it, um, a similar kind of thing happened with the saints recently and it would it was so under the radar that most people don't even know about it but it was a top headline for like a day but basically the the archdiocese in new orleans <clears throat> was uh had to release a list of all of their offenders 
within their diocese, AKA their priests that had inappropriate conduct with children. Um, and they had hired the saints PR team to help them with that. Oh, and there I was, remember that. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. There's a huge like discrepancy with what the saints told them and how long they'd been working on them with their PR and there's all on the hush hush. It's kind of ridiculous. Was it just but... like the Benson family, like, or was it just like the Saints PR team? Because I mean, obviously the Benson family is like responsible in that regard. Because I don't. Well, there, it was the Saints PR team that was helping them publish the list, and then they told them that was the only thing they helped them with was helping them release the list to the public. And then it found out they'd been in communications for a lot longer than that. Yeah, I said like you you were talking about. I'm like, wait, this sounds familiar. This sounds familiar. I know. I completely forgot about it because of Gosh. all the other stuff that happened. But that's, that's a up. that's a pretty big scandal, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Very ironic to see a name at that point. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, like the Saints are kind of based around the diocese there yeah. in in that city. It's a really big part of the town, and the two of them are definitely intertwined. And there's yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're going to find out more and more stuff about that, and it'll be very sudden because it's not really being talked about. Yeah. And then, in a long time from now. Mm-hmm. I guess while we're on it, and kind of merging to the next topic, because our next thing on the list is Jamal Adams. Mm. But um, the, the Jets owner has also proved a lot of incompetency and lack of morality. I didn't know oh, if you yeah, wanted to shit on him at all. That. But. <laughs> we, I feel like every Jets fan wants him gone in the same way most Redskins fans want Dan yeah. Schneider gone. And there's just nothing we can do about it. Yeah, and the- for those that didn't hear, there were a lot of things that came out about racist and sexist things he said. Um, I... I plan on looking into it more, but from what I've seen, it's pretty bad. <laughs> like, it's just very, like... Like, he basically... One of the things he said was, like, why is there a Black History Month? Or, like... Oh, yeah, no. Some like, of the quotes really you read are just stuff. like, oh, like, my God, dude. What year is it? <laughs> yeah, and there's, like, something that came up with, like, International Women's Day. He's like, why do I have to do this feminist event? Like, it's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. So, he's... I mean, his name is Woody Johnson. His name is... <laughs> A joke. Implies that, yeah. <laughs> One, a joke, and two, just implies that he's a dick. So <laughs> He's a double dick. Yeah. Double dick there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the Jets will continue to be incompetent until he dies. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is going to be sooner than Dan Snyder, most likely, because well, Woody Johnson's, like we said, eight pound 89, and while Dan Snyder's only 55, 55. True, yeah. Do you remember that video, <laughs> the 55 video? 55. You know, Steven showed me that in college, and yeah, I think I know. missed the window to when I could watch it and find it funny. Yeah, because like 20 something. <laughs> 2006. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I actually, speaking of old videos, do you remember the Do and Your Mom song? Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I showed it to my girlfriend last night, and she's like, the, like, the one part came back in, she's like, I don't want to watch any more of this. Yeah, like, <laughs> She's like, please turn that off. Because <laughs> the part where they go like, mode to poach your mom's breasts, this is like currently popped into my head. I'm like, wait, I got to show you something. Oh, man. <laughs> like, in my memory, it was a lot funnier. <laughs> yep. Just because yeah. 10 years ago, because it was like the, the equals three guy, I think. But the one who looks like Wilbur Valmarama. Wilbur Valmarama. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Jamal Adams. Um, oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> you would think Adam Gase was doing his mom the way they did not get along. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, yeah. man. I mean, what a, what a what a crazy journey we've been on with uh, this whole Jamal Adams thing. I am floored with what the Jets received for him. Yeah, uh, they did get a haul. So, like... They got a starting safety. They got a first-round pick next year and a first-round pick the year after, as well as a third-round pick next year. Yeah, for a team that's not going to not gonna be good this year like yep. th- i don't think they're like they may not be as terrible but like adam case is there this year like, you know but. yeah i mean i still think the jets are a year away i just i mean i'm totally cool with it because J- adams clearly wanted to be gone it looked kind of like a win-win for everybody adams gets to join a system where i think he can really succeed mm-hmm. the jets don't need jamal adams right now like I don't know how else to say it. If they can't stop the pass, it doesn't matter how good Jamal Adams is. Yeah, and Seattle really needs Jamal Adams because their run defense was bad last year and it was looking like it's going to be even worse this year. 
So he's like a huge boon to it. And if they can re-sign Clowney having like if they do bring back Clowney and then they have Clowney, Wagner, Adams, they have like a stud at every level. So Yeah, they're gonna be real good. It's yeah. funny though, because I remember we had a podcast about a month ago where I was talking about how Adams was not a great fit for the Cowboys. He would be a much better fit for say the Seahawks. Yeah, we we said pretty much any team in that division could use him, right? Right. I mean, that's what I remember that discussion. The Niners, and that's yeah. Kyle Shanahan, man. That uh-huh. intense run scheme. Yeah, and we know the Rams, even if they don't do so successfully, want to run it. And McVay kind of even came out and like hinted that he wants to like emulate their backfield, and so. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So yeah, I mean, I I gotta just say the. I love the fit that Adams is in with the Seahawks. Yes, I mean, that's he's pretty much like, a match made. Carroll's gonna fucking love him. Like they're gonna be buds. Like, <laughs> did, like oh my god, yes. The team and like coaching regime that had the Legion of Boom is going to welcome Jamal Adams with open arms. So yeah, I mean yeah. he's he's an amazing box safety. He's just a ball hawk. He just reads the plays. He knows where the ball is on every play. I mean, that was the most fun thing about having him on defense for any of you Seahawks fans. There were times I I literally watched Jamal Adams make every tackle in the series. <laughs> he Like, first down, tackle for loss. Second down, pass batted. Third sack. Like, he did everything on every play. He is that good. Um, but the most important thing is that Pete Carroll does a pretty hands-off approach to defense. He pretty much tells his players, like, we're doing cover two, and then you do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is going to really fly with Adams because a do-your-thing kind of defense with him is... Yeah, he's, gonna... he's a really, like, intuitive player. Right. So His preparation's insane. He's telling... He's, I mean, I've, I obviously, since he was on the Jets, I watched a lot of his stuff, but, you know, he was watching tape of when linemen shifted... Like their fingers a little bit to see when they were pulling or and whatnot. Just on, yeah, I remember. I think I remember you telling me about that. Incredible like, player. Show me that video. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I hope he does well for you guys. I hope the Jets like do fine as well. Like I don't. I really don't think that they could do much worse. Yeah, this isn't gonna like make them too much worse of a team. Like I'm not. I'm not that their baseline was high, but but it makes me happy because uh, Joe Douglas. I guess just to wrap that up is definitely like affirmed my belief that he knows what he's doing. Yeah. To a huge degree. That was an awesome trade that he pulled off. Yeah. And, and now if he wanted, he could go get Yannick with one of those, per- with one of those picks, you know, just That'd saying. Be nice. They need, yes. <clears throat> I still think one more weapon for Darnold would be nice too. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like I really hope they like help him get developed like fully. I would hate because like when when a player has like a like just a not good coach relationship on their first team and like the team's bad, it's like there aren't many scenarios where like a player like comes out of that and like ends up fine. So I'm like, yeah, no, because the team does terrible. They get a high draft pick and they just they can just draft a new quarterback with a lot of talent and bring in a new coach, and it's almost like their career just got wasted for nothing. Yeah, but I mean. I guess like Tannehill is kind of the only example of like with Gase exactly. But, like, <laughs> got away from Gase. I'm trying to think other guys like Jason Campbell. Like that's like I'll say people got Jason Campbell like occasionally. Like they're it's it's tough to like come back from that like rough career start. So, but anyway, the um, actually I guess one last thing. Joey Bosa got paid. Um, oh my God! Yes, twenty seven million dollars. Yeah, kind of market setting thing. A year. Um, I didn't think he was, like, deserving of, like, okay, he's really good, but I didn't think he was, like, deserving of market setter, like, contract, but I guess it's, they kind of I mean, had to pay him or someone else was going to, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Miles My- Garrett just got paid, and he got paid $25 million a year, and we were like, holy crap, that's a lot, and then he gets $27 million. I mean, that, it, you're right, it set the market, it's, I he's the highest paid Yeah, I didn't think his, like, resume kind of matched it, but... I also thought they were good. Like, the Chargers are notorious for, like, being shitty about contracts. So, like, with, like, all the time you missed that one injury, I thought they were going to, like... <laughs> right, and then, you too. know, like, they wouldn't give Melvin Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordo is, uh, yeah, like, I mean, an extra five million. Yeah, I they infamously blundered the Drew Brees thing, so... <laughs> like, that's the biggest one for me. 
But, but they go ahead and they give Bosa all this money. I don't know. This, Dang, is, hard, this is already his fifth. I just realized, it is his fifth year he's going into now. That's crazy. Yeah, because he missed some games his rookie year and a lot his third year. But his, the two years he's actually played 16 games, he's been pretty good. But hmm. Five years? This is his fifth year? Yeah, it doesn't seem like oh it, huh? Oh, God. He's only 25 still. Yeah, He came in pretty young. He's getting, he's getting pay, paid more than Aaron Donald. That's wild. God, Sam mm. Donald's still so young, too, huh? Yeah, I know. He's, I mean, he's younger than Burrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> by, like, uh, let's see. By, like, 200 days? 180 okay. days? 180 days, yeah. Wow. That's actually more than I thought. Yeah, it's like half a year, right? Yeah. Yikes, man. Hey, he's got two years of NFL experience getting his ass kicked. <laughs> he's still the one of the youngest quarterbacks in the league. He he was seven and six last year. Like people kind of forget, like brushed that aside. Yeah, no, he was. I mean, he came, he inherited what an zero and five, one and five team that had no quarterback. Yeah, and they went seven and nine after. Like, yeah, they the biggest thing like, like they lost to the fucking Bengals when they switched to Dalton, but like <laughs> for one game. Yeah, the, yeah. The the Sam the Sam Darnold Jets last year were a positive record team, just for what it's worth. So it's insane. What? It's truly I'm, a crazy time that we're in. I'm so excited for Denzel Mims. Like, I haven't got, I haven't talked about him as much lately, but like in the pre-draft, I fucking raved about this guy every day. So I'm excited for him. I, he was I, the guy that got so he started to get a lot of coverage, like right up before the draft, I think. Like he, his name just started popping up. Like this dude's kind of looking really dope. Yeah, so I hope he's good, man. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people were wary just because Baylor receiver gives people like the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Because a lot, a lot of them are busts. But yep, a lot of teams could like the Rams literally could have taken him instead of Van Jefferson, which doesn't make any sense. Or like Chase Claypool could have been him. Or, I don't know, but. Hmm. Philly could have. I'm sure I remember. Did it? Yeah, Philly could have taken him. I thought they. Well, yeah, they could have. They would have already had uh, Rager. Yeah, but like point. they need another one. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Especially now that Marquise Goodwin's sitting out the year. Yeah, and Alshon Jeffrey might be just broken. But um, and uh, Deshaun Jackson's anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah. And we have no long. They got no following. He has left either. But I anyway, well, no, so. he's apparently going to. Like uh, going to um, like a concentration camp to educate himself. So proud of that. Yeah, I saw something. Like, is it like aren't he and Julian Edelman like doing something together? I think so. Huh. Well, that's good. He's trying to learn from his mistake. So. Hey, that's all you can do, man. Yeah. So. Damian Williams has the most recent and the uh, without a doubt the biggest fantasy impact opt out we've had so far. Um. I instantly, I just, I did the Clyde Edwards Hilaire stock up emoji. Stonks. Yeah, man. Everyone's, hey, the Clyde Edwards Hilaire hype was based around, like, if for some reason Damien Williams goes out, which, I mean, obviously, like, the, the fit was perfect, too, but if Damien Williams goes out, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is in the running for top running back on a weekly basis. Like, this role is great. Damien Williams himself was awesome, like, for fantasy in this role. So... And that's kind of the theme of the season. We're going to keep seeing it. We've got two more days of people able to opt out, which is, um, you know, you're going to have a lot of people that that sit out the season and you're going to lose people throughout the season because of symptoms, asymptomatic or symptomatic and missing various times. So it's going to be a weird year. Um, But yeah, it's just going to keep happening. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. I'm like, some of the depth is going to really matter. So, like, deep teams are going to be important. But also, I had the thought in my Chad Kelly pipe dream. I'm, like, possibly coming to fruition. But anyway, <laughs> I hadn't mentioned him in a while, all right? It's okay. I know, man. Anyway, but, um, so, okay, so Damian Williams opting out. Where are you taking Clyde Edwards Lair now? Um, I, th- I, I th- mean. First round? Like, if I'm in the safe. back half of the first round. Maybe we did kind of discuss like taking the wide receivers early, but he definitely jumps up the board now. I mean, yeah, especially PPR. Like, oh, yeah, I, I'm gonna get wild here. Uh oh, I like is it hot take time? Where is the where are my token sirens? I, I see the number four pick, 
like in PPR. All right, like, let's. Because like maybe maybe five, but like after Barkley, so after CMC, Barkley, and Zeke, like it's Kamara is the, the consensus fourth for the most part. But like, sure, if you're telling me there's no Damien Williams, and I get the Chiefs running back, like. Maybe not four, but like, I five. Like, he is a top six pick for me. I think mine is right. Is I would probably put him around six. Looking at it, because CMC, Barkley, Zeke, Michael yeah. Thomas, Hopkins for me. Then, um, yeah, because there's Kamara too. Like Kamara's the one where it's like Kamara. I kind of juggled with it, but because. Kam- Kamara gets fucking vultured by Taysom fucking Hill all the time. Right? <laughs> A lot of f bombs get involved when Taysom Hill gets brought up, but <laughs> no, so like nobody. I would like if you want to take him at four, like I am not mad at all at that, <laughs> especially in PBR is a thing. I mean, yeah, if you took Clyde Edwards Hilaire instead of what would be right here, they have Dalvin Cook as four. Like if yeah. you were deciding between those two and you were PPR, I would absolutely take Hilaire. PPR. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even like even if it's all calf PPR, I don't think it's like a whole lot different. Even like maybe, no, yeah. maybe stand. Yeah, standard. I'd still take Cook, but half PPR and up is. I'm still probably leaning Hilaire. Yeah, because like stand, standard, like because I'm looking at different races. Like standard, Derek Henry's way up. Because like, yeah. Oh well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. You got a few people that move around when you go to standard. But yeah, like I think Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and like in like a lot of keeper leagues, he might end up being the first pick. Like where guys like Barclay, CMC, and Zeke are all kept. Like, he- like Ceh might go first, or like I'm curious, like because I've got um, I got in one, I'm in one auction league, which is really fun. If you've never done an auction league, anyone like definitely try it. Um, wait, have you done an have you done an auction league before? I was invited into one and did it. <clears throat> maybe two years ago and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Yeah, like the first kind of your fun. first auction draft, like actual one, you're gonna get you're just, it's gonna be rough. But I'm in like a super flex one, super deep. It's really fun. Um I'm really curious how much he's gonna like go for now and that I'm gonna I'll spend up one fucking I don't care. But um <laughs> Yeah anyway, so I think Clyde Edwards Lair is like a legitimately like top six big. It's crazy how much that impacts that. Yeah, which, like, I don't know. I thought about that. I'm like, I was going through, like, in my head, because, like, I saw the news like, right before I started driving back home. I'm like, okay, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I fucking love Nick Chubb. Everyone knows I love Nick Chubb. But, like, <laughs> it, it's tough, because, like, he's got the Browns and Kareem Hunt there. And, uh, you know, go up the list. Okay, receivers, anyone besides Michael Thomas, I'm going to take Edward Solaire still. Like, because we thought, the thought was Damian Williams in that role was, like, a borderline second third but if we have an actual like good running back in that role now and it's for sure him like he's a first rounder so yeah and i'm sure you'll see the chiefs pick up another back like they'll just find spencer Ware wherever he's hiding and just kind of <laughs> grab he him might still something. be on the team he honestly might be i think darwin thompson too, yeah that was like right? i was about to say that so darwin thompson now like has entered the chat like <laughs> This is the thing that, like, he's going to get, like... I think he's going to get overlooked because, the, like, Andrew Reid very may well just be like, yeah, Clyde, you, all you, give pat on the butt, good game, you're up. Like, but if Garrett Thompson is now the backup or, like, the the B, whatever you want to call it, for that backfield, so mm-hmm. he, he now becomes definitely a draft... Like, you you draft him at some point. He is he is drafted in drafts now. <laughs> like, he has been forgotten. I think he is a fit like the backup. Yeah, he is. Like once you start getting into like running back handcuffs, I think he's one of the better ones now. And he might be more of a one B than a two, you know. Yeah, like I have no idea how much they want to work him in because like he looked good in some of his work. Because um, he had the because Daryl Williams is there, which the, the, the other D Williams, but um. The other D Williams. Yeah, maybe like maybe McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill would get a little more like rushing work on occasion. Um but yeah, Devonta Freeman's gonna get a call probably. I don't know. Is LaShawn McCoy on a team? Will he get a call? I don't think that he is. 
Devontae's not, right? I know. I know Devontae Freeman's not, but is LaShawn McCoy on that team? No, I think he's also unsigned at the moment. Gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, I <don't> think, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's going to happen, man. We're going to yeah. see a lot of players' names pop back up midseason, so stashes are going to be really important this year yeah. on people that aren't even on teams right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's why, like, I'm excited for this year in a sense of, like, the, like, knowing these, like, deep players and, like, who's actually good or not is going to matter, which is fun for me because I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's going to be chaos, dude. Yeah, so. Um, another fantasy relevant guy who came up was Devin Funchess, or maybe fantasy relevant. He he was in line to, I guess, maybe be the number two receiver in the Packers. But I mean, I think he was. Uh-huh. <clears throat> He's a big body, just tall, can go up and get it kind of guy. Not a huge, like, yard after catch man, but... Yeah. I so, think that would have helped a lot, and now he's out. Yeah. Wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, if only they'd taken Mims, that would have been a great pick, huh? <laughs> if only they'd taken any receiver at all whatsoever. Yeah. They wouldn't have been idiots. Gosh, that was, a, that was a shitty draft. Anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, Devin Funches is sitting out um, again. <laughs> Sorry. This one's voluntary. For the first time since his rookie year with Cam Newton, he's uh, helping out. Um, so and we had a lot of others that were not fantasy relevant per se, but probably are indirectly. Yeah, well, uh, there's some offensive linemen one that we should mention. But so with the Packers, the, like impact is just just more Devontae Adams targets. Maybe makes Alan Lazard more relevant. Sternberger. Mayor McCheese, you know. Um, MVS, right? Yeah, like, dude. Or is it just like, it might just make me feel better about Aaron Jones. I mean, he's a pretty good running back, man. I yeah. I don't understand. He got, he got a I lot watch. of pass work, too. Yeah, I don't year. understand the, there are a lot of people that don't think he's the guy, and he looks pretty awesome to me whenever I watch him. Yeah, um, I imagine they'll run him a bunch this last year of his I mean they're going to have to him and Adams are essentially the only named people on their roster uh, like <laughs> worth worth knowing yeah and he can actually like receive well too <laughs> so uh, yeah I don't, I don't know if like it makes me feel better about any of these secondary receivers but I think more so the late shot at Sternberger or the uh Aaron Jones floor or just Devontae Adams the clear number two now in fantasy drafts for receiver maybe I mean I'm personally probably just avoiding the Packers this year have you seen a lot of the Rodgers tweets lately dude yeah I don't feel good about the Packers either they're like, not good because <laughs> we talked about them and they're like their point differential was like bogus Dreadful. yeah what was it hold on Oh man, it was really bad. They somehow had like a super winning record with like a single digit. Yeah, so they 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 were plus sixty three, but they were thirteen and three. Like their record did not match their point differential. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Cowboys were like plus one eighty or eight and eight. Yeah, Minnesota was like plus one hundred four, and they were ten and six. Like that's more in line. Like the other thirteen and three teams, New Orleans was plus one seventeen. San Francisco was plus one sixty nine. Like. Green Bay well, was getting lucky for all intents and purposes. So. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, no, they were getting pretty lucky. Yeah. And everybody knew that when they went into the game. Like, the whatever, were they in the championship game? I don't even remember. Yeah, who were they playing? Seattle? Wait, no, that's not, not Seattle. Were they playing? Oh, it's San Francisco, right? They got this. Yeah, we were like, oh, yeah, they're going to get absolutely mad. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not super. Uh, Super yeah, stoked about the Packers season. I'm looking that up because I know they just got like destroyed. What was the? I'm trying to find the box score for that. Here it is. Yeah, um, forty-two to nine. I don't know. Thirty. Yeah, thirty-seven to twenty. There you go. But like the fourth quarter, it was going into the fourth. It was let's see, thirty-four to seven. There we so, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where your brain was. That's pretty like, awful. Yeah, they got just destroyed. They were so bad. Raheem Mostert had four touchdowns. <laughs> he couldn't stop the run whatsoever. No, yeah, like, and every, everyone knew that. <laughs> so, 
anyway, back to some opt-outs. Um, I'll just kind of go through some of them. Bears, defensive tackle Eddie Goldman. Bills, D-lineman star uh, Lotu Lely. I think I said that right. Yeah, uh, Broncos, defensive lineman Kyle Pecco. Browns, uh, offensive lineman, two of them, uh, Drake Dorbeck and Drew Forbes. But I don't, know if, I don't think any of them are starters. Forbes is the only one I recognize. And it's not just because of the magazine. <laughs> yeah, Forbes is a backup, and then is um, Dorbeck. I don't, I don't, I don't even see Dorbeck listed here. So those aren't like necessarily directly impactful um, names. Let's see. Obviously, Damian Williams, and also on the Chiefs, their lineman uh, Lawrence uh, DuVernay Tardif, their uh, the doctor has opted out. <laughs> doctor, he is their starting right guard. Yeah, he's opting out because he is a doctor and he's going to help people, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, so props to him. Let's see. Cowboys, some random wide receiver, Steven Guidry, and then quarterback Maurice Kennedy, which did he play? I think he actually plays some. I don't know how much, though. I'll be he has a player page. Yeah, <laughs> there is a link. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate played 13 games last year. All right, so that matters some. Uh, Eagles wide receiver Marquise Godwin has opted out. Although I don't, I didn't, I don't know if he's going to be relevant anyway. Maybe like as much as I, yeah, we always rooted for him with like all the struggles his family went through. Yeah, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, Eagles. It's funny because like okay, so I, I'm going to take a quick tangent here. Zach Ertz is getting disrespected. All right. Everyone's, like, saying it's, like, Kittle and Kelsey up top, then Andrews, then drop off, and then Ertz. I'm like, I, I think Ertz is firmly, like, in that tier two with Mandrews because everyone's like, oh, Ertz is all about the receivers getting hurt. It's like, all the receivers are already fucking hurt. Like, Yeah, no, he's he's like a rock in that offense, man. Yeah, like, I, I think he's getting disrespected. Like, I don't know, where is he even getting drafted? Let me look, Let me check this out. It's a deep dive. I mean, him and uh, him and Re- like Regor, right? Is it Regor? Yeah, and like two of them should be a, a good like, duo. They're only because like Regor's a rookie. They've got Alshon. He's not going to be ready to. He's not going to be ready to start the season. And then they've got Sean Jackson, um, and Goddard, and then Ertz. Like and Sanders. Like Ertz is going to get a lot of targets. So Ertz is going thirty-eight overall. Which is in the fourth round, like, right? Is that yeah, that's math? That's good math. Yep. Okay. Fourth round. So like, but like, I feel like he's gonna fall more than that a lot because like, the, like I've I'm, I haven't heard anyone like excited about Zach Ertz and like all I've heard like a lot of other podcasts saying like they have him like fifth or something even I'm like, that's kind of rude, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of rude. Mm-hmm. He's so good. I mean, him and Wentz just are yeah. such a good deal. He's going to get a lot of targets again. Like, I don't see, like, there's no reason he's not going to again because they're literally <laughs> down to not many people again. So. He gets a lot of catches. He gets a lot of red zone looks. Like, he's involved in every play of the offense, blocking or catching. Like, he, I don't know. You want him on your team. Yeah, like, <clears throat> the last three years, yardage, 824, 1163, 916 touchdowns, 886. Um, targets yeah. 110, 156, 135. Like he's gonna have 130 targets, I assume. Like, <laughs> and then like with a tight, if you know your tight end is getting like is for sure gonna get over 100, but like is probably gonna get like 130. Like I don't know. That's pretty good. And that's that was in 15 games. He he didn't play one like, game last year as well. So, mm. but anyway, back onto the opt outs. Nate Solder probably like. Honestly, might be like third most impactful, like second most. It's one of the more impactful ones, I think, just because. Uh, yeah, I would say so. He's their highest paid sort of veteran, and one of their better ones. Yeah. Um, it was. Cute. He wasn't great his first year with them there, but he's now been there two years. He knows the offense, and that's a that's a big hit. Yeah, because he was prob like because the the thing was like he and Thomas were going to be the tackles, but they weren't sure like which tackles. But so now, now Thomas is probably gonna be for sure the left tackle. 
Yeah. So having a rookie at left tackle is pretty. <laughs> it's pretty risky. But um, yeah, it matters. So Jets offensive lineman Leo Kolomatangi. Kolomatangi. Yeah, I don't together. even know this guy, and I'm like, I know like most of the team. <laughs> yeah, not sewn up here. Uh, Lions defensive lineman John Atkins. We already mentioned him. Punches. Uh, Panthers linebacker Jordan Mack. And then now we get now we get to the Patriots who a lot of Patriots are opting out. So Patrick Tong, sorry Patrick Chung, Dante Hightower, Marcus Cannon, Brandon Bolden, Danny Vitale, and Najee Torin. So yeah, I mean Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower is pretty is a pretty big blow to their defense. Yeah, and Marcus Cannon is one of their starting tackles. So. Yep. Then on top of that, their fullback, which we know that Belichick loves his fullbacks. I'm sure he'll help plug another one in there, but yeah, I'm just going to the because what because when they lost their um, fullback last year, the offense got like a lot worse. Yep. I'm trying to like was was he their starting fullback last year or was it someone else? Um, I thought it was someone else. Yeah, I think so. If you said the name, I would recognize it. It was like someone like we know. Devlin, there we go. Yes, James Devlin. So I think he's still there. Because, yeah, once they lost him, that was like a big hit to their offense. Wah. But, yeah, Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower, like as a stalwart of a defense, like losing those two matters a lot, so... A lot. They still have their secondary, but it's a little weaker yeah, now. Still have Cam Newton. Still have Cam. <laughs> like literally, like half the team could opt out, and Cam would still be like fucking ready to go. I'm so like it's, it. It tear. It hurts me on the inside because like I am gonna have like I I want Cam Newton to succeed, but me it's too. the Patriots. Uh. <laughs> well, hopefully he makes a name for himself and goes somewhere else next year. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, but. Man, I think he's gonna be good. Yeah, why couldn't the Raiders? Still pissed about that. All right, (laughs) but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see pissed off Cam Newton. Like that's gonna be fun. Been working, just putting the time in. That uh, that clip you showed me was pretty cool with him talking to Odell. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) He was like, he he just looks fucking ready to go. Yep. Um, anyway, so Ravens, um, next team with opt-outs, Andre Smith, he's a backup tackle, and then DeAnthony Thomas have opted out. Saints, two backup tight ends have opted out. Um, Seahawks, Chance Warmack has wa- opted out. I think he's also a backup lineman. I'm into that. Uh, backup, backup. Um, backup. Texans, defensive lineman, Eddie Vanderdoes. Vanderdoes. Do as I say, not as I Vanderdoes. Um, Titans offensive lineman Anthony McKinney and Vikings defensive lineman Michael Pierce for uh, doubts. Mm. A lot of defensive linemen. Yeah, a lot of linemen in general, which makes me wonder, like, because like we talked about this a bit. Like, one of the factors is like hypertension or anything like that, and so like a lot of these giant fucking human beings probably have higher blood pressure. So like, mm-hmm. wonder like how much that is for it they're also right up in somebody else's face yeah, like surrounded by breath and sweat and aerosol of you guys sweat <laughs> all constantly right like a wide receiver they're gonna get hit and make contact but it's not gonna be nearly as much exposure as a lineman yeah so yeah it's uh, there's gonna be more the next couple of days too because th- today and like yesterday like yesterday was a lot of them today some of the like more fantasy relevant quote-unquote ones hit so I'm curious how it's going to keep going from here. Yeah, I mean, what happens? Like, what happens if a starting like star quarterback has to like not play? Gets yeah. quarantined. Like, what happens? Yeah, we like because he brought this up. Like, that's some of our what ifs. Like, in the one our last episode, like, right? How will teams fare? We went through the back scenarios. Like, some of these teams are a lot more screwed than others. Like, if the Seahawks lose Russell Wilson, they're going to suck. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, <laughs> I could see, like, maybe Fitzpatrick opting out, or, like, because, like, I'm thinking about these, like, the quarterback personalities and, like, who would opt out and who wouldn't, and I don't feel like, hmm, 
I feel like maybe Tyrod Taylor would. Like I'm just I'm just like thinking about all of these quarterbacks and like who they are. There's a lot of them are like having the discussion of whether or not they should. Yeah, I, I, I am. I don't know if Alex Smith would or wouldn't because like I know he like might actually get cleared, but I don't know if that's like safe recovering from surgery. I don't know how that works exactly. I don't think he passed his uh, like ready to play physical. Gotcha, because he's he was cleared for like football activity, quote unquote. <clears throat> yeah, gosh. I was looking at some Stafford highlights. I was going through the teams, dude. They, like his deep ball was on point. Like both the Marvins and Kenny Galladay, dude. Oh huge. yeah. Like Daryl Bevel had it like dialed up. So I'm excited for that. I really hope. I think I've got Kenny in a few leagues. Yeah, we've got him in our shared one. I'm I'm excited for that team. Oh yeah, dude. Is that happening? Yeah, I think so. When does that draft happen? Does that already happen? I don't think so. I don't think they did it. I better not. I'm like, I didn't even remember. I did, but not, like, consciously. If there's a date set or anything. We did it. I think think it happened early on. Like, really early on? Yeah, I know it did. Yeah, yeah, because we took Lamb. That's right. Cam to Lamb. Yeah, but, like, we literally forgot about it because it was so early, I think. I know. It was like May, like the first week of May. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a rookie draft, so it's not. It's okay that it happened earlier. I'm glad, got, I'm glad I have Lamb in at least one league, though. That's all that matters to me. Yeah, and a dynasty format. Uh huh. And Mims. You got Mims and Lamb. This is why I'm hot. Hot. This is why <laughs> I'm hot. That's that's what makes me sad is there's a generation of people who are going to grow up like having Mims on fantasy teams that are going to be totally unaware of Mims, the rap artist. <laughs> we'll teach them. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, so yeah, that's all the opt outs we've got for now. Uh, so I'm sure we'll get more um, coming up soon. I'm looking through other news articles. There wasn't much other news. Like yeah, Raheem Mostert got his contract thing worked out. Um, there's been a lot of consistent reports that Rojo is the starter over Keyshawn Vaughn at the moment, as at least like the the early down back and then Agumba Wale will be getting some late down like some third down work which we think tracks based yeah. on what we've seen mm-hmm. um, oh yeah Zimmer got an extension oh yeah oh yeah uh, Vic Beasley is gone no one knows yeah, where he is yeah. did the Dalvin Cook report I think he did did he let me look did what the Dalvin Cook report? Um, I didn't see anything that he didn't. Oh yeah, he did. Okay, he did. He did. <laughs> but I'm looking through these news things, and like so many players have been placed like on the COVID list. I'm like, I'm wondering like how like saturated. Not that's all sort order. Like how many players going to be on the COVID list like at once, like on different teams? So like, it makes me curious like how many. Teams are going to have it happen during the season where it's going to like really alter the starting lineup, or if it's going to be like where we see with like the Marlins, where they're like, we got to not play this. Week. <laughs> like, I don't know how it's going to go. Like, like legitimately, like if a team like has twenty players out, like, are we going to see games like forfeited? Yeah, I don't know. I was wondering that. I'm reading here that Lane Johnson. Uh was either in contact with somebody who tested positive or was showing symptoms. Gotcha. So he has to go into a, like a quarantine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kenny Galladay and TJ Hawkinson, two of our guys um, are put up, we got put on the COVID list uh, today. So, mm. but hopefully they recover fine. The, I, I like, I was like a little worried with TJ Hawkinson because I know he's like still recovering like from his injury too. So I'm curious how that's going to be, but We've got the NBA coming back tomorrow. I know you're not a huge basketball guy, but obviously they're bubbled up. Um, bubbled up. Did you see the thing about Lou Williams? The um, mm. so he was oh, al- yeah. he was already out of the bubble like for a funeral, but before he came back in, he stopped and got some chicken wings at a strip club. Yeah. Although the apparently the chicken wings are named after him. They're called the Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue Wings. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> 
And then I, I uh, was talking about this with my girlfriend, and I subsequently kind of shat on Jack Harlow for taking a picture of, like, of him and Lou Will and posting it. Like, <laughs> like soft move. Who is that? I don't know NBA. Um, no, so Jack Harlow is a rap, the the guy who does the, like, What's Poppin' song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if he has any other songs, but... Like, no athlete's ever going to hang out with him again after that. <laughs> like, you ruined it. Yep. But no one will trust you around you again. Yeah, but like, and that's like, a th- I feel like that's like a courtesy thing. Like, for the, like, the str- like, aren't you supposed to not take pictures? Again, I'll call it like a gentleman's club. I think that's what they are called. But aren't you supposed to not take <laughs> pictures in there? Like, um, I would assume that would be kind of a major violation. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, you got to pay for that. Yeah, like, is, I don't know how it works. You have to like buy a wristband that says I can take pictures. I don't know. I mean, most places you can't just go in and take pictures of their things. Yeah. I bet strip club is particularly or gentleman's club. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. like, I like how we circle back to this right before we recorded. Like the topic was strippers, like right before I hit record. And now at the end of the podcast, we're back to it. You know what? That, you know, life goes full circle like that, yeah. you know? Like a stripper around the pole. Full <laughs> this is what we bring. We bring these just hard-hitting analogies right here. I'm not seeing the muscle. Oh, yeah. Can't get this kind of content anywhere else. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so the the NBA bubble has, for all intents and purposes, I guess back to that, like, worked because it's a lot easier for that, and the season's a lot uh, more lessened. So I'm curious what the NFL is going to do because – they're probably watching hockey kind of be isolated up in Canada and obviously NBA has this bubble and then baseball just said fuck all we're gonna go for it there's right. no fans in the stadiums but like team wise they didn't I'm not aware of anything they put in place really and it severely backfired on the Miami Marlins so yep um, so yeah I feel like they're looking at everything and evaluating the best course of action yeah, and there are multiple NFL teams in Florida, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean that's another thing. You yeah, know, New hot York. Spots, yeah, there's like a lot teams. of teams and a lot of hot spots. Like California, New York, and Florida, there's a lot of teams. I'm just. Right. So. Ah, I just want football. And honestly, okay, I know this. The, the NFL should have no fans to start just to, like, not fuck it up. Like as much as as much as I love going to games, I want to at least be able to watch the games. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people just watch them on TVs, man. Yeah, I feel like if you told someone, if you like, I think almost anyone would be like, "Hey, you can either for sure be able to watch all the games, or you can go to them, but like, no, you, you may not get them all. Like, I'm for sure choosing the first one. Oh, likewise. I mean, going to games is not even. I don't know. It's it's. It's great, you know. It's just great. <laughs> yeah, it's there's a lot. It's uh, honestly the comfort of your home watching the game is sometimes preferred anyway. Yeah, and like I, I like to go. There are like some environment, like it's an environment thing, obviously. So I was at the Super Bowl this past year. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't like a particular fan of the team, but it was a blast. The environment was great. It's the fucking Super Bowl, super cool. I loved it. Great experience. And like a lot of games are like. Like a lot of football games and sports games in general are like about the environment, and so like if the environment's not there, like what's the point? So that's a good point. It's, a lot of it is about the crowd and the home crowd and the energy that is being, you know drawn from that. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't really have that with the twenty five percent capacity anyway. Yeah, which is like sad. you could put all twenty five percent of that in one box to create noise. Like it would just make, be like your fan section; they'd all be spread out. Like, yeah. <laughs> Super far. Like, well, good job, Jamal. Good, good hit. <laughs> but like, I, I brought up my idea one time, like one day about like, because this is really popped in my head. So I'm like, I gotta tell Scott um, about like the like virtual seating. I don't know how it's gonna work, but like, they could probably figure out a way to like have crowd noise based off of how people are watching, like whatever. Like you get a virtual seat it assigned you somewhere. Like, the more noise you make, the more it generates the noise. Like, it probably wouldn't want to record your actual words because, like, 200 people could coordinate to shout the word penis and it would be funny, but, you know, 
not yeah, great. I mean, you could have a, a, a green button that means cheer and yeah. a red button that means boo, and then it calculates all the people that press green and all that press the red button, and then they just kind of make a mash of it. I mean, you could do that. Yeah, you and like, hard. you know, they just like go on your TV, your laptop, your URL, whatever Apple Fire Stick you've got, um, get like your virtual seat, tune in. Yeah, I don't know. I think they could make it a little more fun. Or if heck, if you wanted, like I think this might be a cool idea. You can even um, have the option to like have like a webcam on. Obviously, someone's gonna screen it and have to deal with maybe a couple dicks. Uh, that's like part of the like <laughs> signing up for this job. Like you will see some dicks. Are you okay with this job? Yes. And so that person has a job of like screening it and like every so often like a fan will go up on the screen kind of thing. I don't know. Like the players and coaches will see it. And that's the thing too, where it's like. If if someone does have a dick on the screen or like someone gets on the screen and then shows their dick, like the teams and the players and coaches see it, but like the whole crowd's not gonna see the dick. Like <laughs> So anyway. So there's a lot of troubleshooting I've got to do on this, but I I think we're I think I've got something here. I got something. With In the virtual fan seats. Yeah. The the webcam thing's not necessary, but I think the vir- the virtual thing and like using it to like add the booze and cheers could be like a fun thing to do so. yeah like oh twenty thousand people are hitting the green button right now throw the crowd cheer on yeah like with this much power behind it i don't know twenty thousand mm-hmm. people's worth yeah because like i don't know like without that go wasn't there like a team that got in trouble for making fake crowd noise was it the falcons i mean tons of teams make fake crowd noise. yeah it's kind of, they got in trouble for it. So I feel like it's one of the more prominent things you see uh-huh. when you're at games, just from everyone. So, yeah, because like a lot of teams rely on that crowd, not rely on, but like benefit from the crowd noise too, as we talked about. So, but I went to. I remember when I went to a Browns game, I, there was tons of fake crowd noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, it was just like I just figured that was something that most teams did, just to kind of build hype. <laughs> so sad. <Love> it. <laughs> well, it was a Jets Browns game, so of course there wasn't oh. a lot of cheering, you know. Yeah, you've got to have some fake noise. Yay! Gosh, oh. <laughs> that and then didn't you guys go to like a Jets uh, Washington game or something? Yeah, I went to a Jets uh, Washington football team game. Yeah, because you guys got those like really like inexpensive good seats. They were so cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's they were so cheap, and they didn't even check our tickets when we went in. They're like, you want to be here? <laughs> like, wait, you paid for these? Like, it was like fourteen dollars. She's like, eh, all right. Guess that's not overpaying by too much. <laughs> yeah. At least the one upside is your beers are going to be normal price this season. <laughs> there we go. Because they're from your fridge. <laughs> and that was the game Darius Geis popped off. Wow. Huh. So that was kind of cool. Huh. I. We, we can we can talk about... No, excuse me, I burped. Uh, we can talk about him in the Washington backfield at some point. It's kind of interesting. Hey, I, he just passed all his stuff, I think. Should we just have like a segment where we just talk about the quote unquote injury prone injury prone players? We could do that. We'd have enough time, I'm sure, with all that. Yeah. But what what do we call it? Owie or Wowie? Owie or Wowie. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new segment. Owie or Wowie. Will this guy this year be an Owie or a Wowie? <laughs> and an you're gonna Uwe. You're gonna feel sowie about it. Aww. Anyway, um, on that note, we should probably... Right. That's a good note to end on. Yeah. Um, thank you all for tuning in to Mozzie and the Muscle, and we will be back soon with uh, more opt-out news. Thank you all. I saw this hilarious, like, meme. It was, like, I don't remember what it's from, but it's, like, the puppet that, like, looks straight and then, like, like looks sideways, like, really, like, scared and then looks straight again. And it's, like, the Browns, what everyone's making fun of, Washington for not having a name, like, or a logo or a mascot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns. Yes, what is your mascot again? Oh, yeah, Seattle. What is a brown? Seattle's like the fucking Kraken. Which, cool name, but like, lame logo. Where is this? Seattle has a hockey team now, and they're, they're the Kraken. 
Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, cool name, but like, look at the logo. Look up just Seattle Kraken logo, and like, you'll be a little disappointed. Or, oh, actually, I was a lot disappointed. <laughs> They're not. This is bizarre. I'm like on ESPN like right now for NFL, but I'm not even getting a, an NHL thing. There we go. I'm just like, y'all really could have put more work in the logo. I'll just copy the image and pop it in here. Hold on. Are they the Kraken's or the Kraken? Kraken. Mm. Although the other people have joked about calling their stadium the Crack House, which is hilarious. That's it? That, the S, yeah. That's the fucking <laughs> logo? Are you kidding? Oh my god. Yeah, like, That's like the least inventive thing I've ever seen. I you have one of the most of... badass names. Yeah, name, great. The, jer- the jerseys look cool, too. Like, aside from the logo of the jersey, the jerseys look cool. Like, it's got a cool color scheme. Why would you not? Why is there not a Kraken in your logo? That's like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's the jersey. Like, dope color scheme. It's kind of like Titans-esque, but, like, a little, like, seafoam greener than the Titans, I guess. Yeah, like, I get, oh, we're going to have the tentacles make an S. Cool, but you put the rest of the beast on the in the logo. Like, don't just put... They just like disembodied tentacles. They don't. Uh, whatever. This is a kraken. We killed it. How <laughs> oh, they've massacred my boy. Like, give it a cool face, or like you know, a couple more tentacles, or like. You could even just do a pair of eyes in a shrouding mist with the tentacles yeah, making that, so you don't have to do high production for it. Yeah. D- maybe like because I think I think this came out like. Because I think Washington said they were going to change their name, and then this came out, and then they were like, hey guys, let's hold up. <laughs> like, we don't want to do, we don't want to do this. <laughs> I love the colors. Yeah, um, like, everything a besides lot of it's cool. the dumb S. It's just, why is that? Alright, so I guess their secondary logo is an anchor that looks sort of like a shark head in a way. Maybe like a hound. So this is like the rest of that I found. So secondary is an anchor, which that's like kind of cool, just for some like decals and shit. Like it's all the shoulder decal. That's kind of sure. But like, they really could have done more. Could have done a lot more. Yeah, it's disappointing. Like it's the goddamn fucking kraken. Yeah, it's like if your team name was the radioactive hamsters, your logo better have a fucking radioactive hamster on it, or I'm gonna yeah. be disappointed. I don't want an H. <laughs> <laughs> We made a glowy H. <laughs> like, the Minnesota Wild aren't, like, a W. Like, no, we... <laughs> like, the Minnesota Wild have this, like, cool-ass fucking logo with a lot of cool shit in it. I guess the Titans are in this same thing. Like, why don't they have a Titan? That's there? true, too. It is just a... There's a lot of dumb logos. Like, literally, that's one of the dumbest ones. It's a, it's the Flaming T. It's a Flaming T. Like, a Flaming thumb, the Thumbtack. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> right. The Thumbtack. I'm gonna add this at the end of the episode, just like as like, like a little cutaway, and then we'll just be our ranting. It always like impassions me whenever I see bad logos on a really big brand because I'm like, there are millions of fucking starving artists out there that could have drawn something better in six seconds. <laughs> and like, sometimes planes good, like you know, like the New York Giants, the NY, it's clean, cool, all right, you know. Like, yeah, it's kind of iconic at yeah. this point. Or like, it's pretty bland. Yeah, but or like whatever the fucking um. Say so some of them have been around so long too that they have like a tradition of the cowboy star. Or like um, I don't know. But then you see, you see like the new um Rams logo, and you're like, who the fuck did that? Someone's like grandkid. Right. Who like, drew this shit? Was that literally like Sean McVay's like girlfriend's son made it? Like. I don't know. He was going on a date and he told the girl that she could draw the logo because yeah. she loved doing art in her free time. I do graphic. I do <laughs> freelance graphic design. <laughs> oh my god, babe, that's so amazing. Yeah, see what are, what is what are the the Jets one? Like, why is there not still a Jet? I don't know. There used to be. The Dolphins all cracks me up because the Dolphin has a helmet on it. <laughs> yeah, that's just absurd. <laughs> like that's I'll, I'll let that pass. That's fine. Like, yeah, at I, least it's a dolphin. It's not a D. Yeah, d- or just d- 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 <laughs> 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 Oh 
Um, honestly, like the Raiders one, like probably the might be the best logo in the league. Let's see. Let's like, look at the NFL logos. Yeah, I here. I do like the Raiders one a lot. They got the good color scheme too, the black and silver. I think this is all of them, or most of them. Different sizes, but like, yeah, they're all here. I think. <clears throat> Panthers one is cool. Mm-hmm. Panthers have a good logo. Yeah. The Saints, I guess you could probably say too. <laughs> I don't, the Steelers one has some history. The Bengals one is trash. Like, it's yeah, it's literally just a B. It's a stripey B. Stripey B. Phony the biger. <laughs> We're great. Like, fucking. Although, like, at least. They're not the Bengal not... Tigers either, though. The Bengals. They could yeah. be Bengal cats. Like, the uniforms are atrocious, too. Like, they're, like. The Bengals uniforms are, like, consistently and universally considered, like, pretty much the worst uniforms in the league. The thing about the Chargers logo. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Everybody hates the. What is a charger? <laughs> it should just be a phone charger. Or tw- in twenty twenty now, we might as well get like comfortable with our vices, you know. Um, but there's a <laughs> like, like a it's car, a car, like it, like a sponsorship had the stadium renamed. <laughs> the Chrysler I get that stadium. it's you know supposed to be like a bolt from the blue kind of thing, but it's just kind of like a curved, like it's just kind of like it's a like a decal lightning bolt that was laid over a bowl you know it, it's yeah. like it's kind of like a curved version of how like third graders draw lightning bolts <laughs> that's how i draw lightning bolts <laughs> yeah the bills one's actually kind of neat <clears throat> which one the bills yeah i think the bills one is cool yeah because they just go we're the buffalo pills <laughs> <laughs> I think Green Bay's had that G for fucking ever. They're never going to change it. No, it's like since the dawn of time. I don't know what else you'd do anyway. Like, I feel like the Seahawks could make a cool revamp. Totally. I think they've had better ones in the past. It's kind of dynamic, but it's also like, I don't know. Yeah. The Texans one, like, they could probably... Like, I just don't know, like, how you encompass... I think they kind of encompass the Texan as well as you could. But, like, the Texans, it's also just a lazy name. It was, like, it seems like... Was that a rush job? Because, like, I know they were, like... They're the newest team. Like, they're an expansion <laughs> team. That's why Carr got fucked. Like, all that, you know? But... Right. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the bottom, and there's just a Browns helmet. <laughs> I know. That's, that's why, like, the one meme <laughs> of, like, like, the Browns when everyone's talking about the Washington football team. They're like... <laughs> Just a fucking Browns helmet. Yeah, because they used to have the little, like, fucking Keebler elf kind of guy. It's like a bad Rick and Morty's, like, improv team. Ah, uh, we're the Browns. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing my Wubba Lubba <laughs> Chub Chub shirt, actually. Excellent. <laughs> You've got okay. a brown mascot. <laughs> we're the Browns. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's cool it's named after Jim Brown, but then... I don't know. Do something with that. Is this show? Yeah. This, so this this shows when it was established. So some of these are very old. Like the team mm. established out the logo, I guess. But ah, uh. the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers one apparently has some history. But yeah, that has to do with the actual like mining uh, shit that happened in Pittsburgh. Uh, here's God, some I like, used to know, but uh, I've fucking forgotten now because. Uh, you know, here's some of like the older ones that have been around. I don't know if this is like everyone's original or not, but these are some of the older ones that have been mm-hmm. around. Yeah, I've looked through a few of these before. I've gone through like those. The you watch those videos on YouTube. It's like the history of certain oh NFL teams and whatnot. The Rams one is terrifying. Where's the Rams? It looks like spooky. I kind of like it. But it's, like, oh, also terrifying. yeah, dude. It's kind of, like... Dark. Yeah, I like that one. A gritty reboot kind of thing. Kind of like the Eagles one, too. Yeah, the old Eagles one was dope. I actually greatly prefer everything older about Tampa. Like, I like this logo better. I like yeah, their Yeah, it's pretty. He's, like, suave. Better. Yeah, the creamsicle. Right. 
And then, of course, the powder blue Chargers are great. Oh, definitely. Atlanta's a stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad Kansas City changed theirs. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think that would not fly so well. What the heck is the four downer? Is he farting? He's, he's hooting and hollering and shooting and tooting. The Colts <laughs> one's hilarious because if you like put your mouse over the horse's head, it looks really <laughs> creepy. Like put your put your cursor over the horse head so you don't see the horse head, and it was just like looks like a centaur without its actual head. Yeah. And there's like a helmet there. <laughs> Weird. Right, anyway. Pittsburgh one looks pretty cool too, actually. Yeah, it looks like That's a like soccer logo. It's like a crest. Yeah, like a Tennessee's Oilers one, but yeah, the the Oilers. I, mean, I miss those all those uniform. So Florence, like Kentucky. The, or one of their like baseball teams is like I think it's like a double A I don't know whatever it is but they're the Florence Yalls now they they renamed it like the, the Florence Yalls um, which is amazing Yalls. like the giant water tower that says like Florence Yall instead of you know Florence Mall now and um, they have like Oilers colors and like it's like it like all looks dope but I'm just like it's the Yalls that's amazing Yalls who are y'all we're the Yalls yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna grab another beer and then I'll be good to actually start. <laughs> Sounds good. This will go in at the end for sure. 